0: If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to HeadStuff Plus. This show is part of the Stuff Podcast Network.
1: You know why that is? Because I am
2: full of chocolate. You're full of It's Easter week. Easter Monday. Easter Monday. Was there a deluge of chocolate in your house? Uh,
1: not so much as the previous years. Previous years, uh, the boys would have been there and there was chocolate eggs from every nana, auntie and aunt, parent. <laughs> and there was an expect very high expectation. <laughs> and now, of course, it's just me and Paul. So nobody's buying us the chocolate eggs. We did buy a few for
2: ourselves. Yeah, so. Oh, I have to say. Now, the only thing that disappoints me, right? <gasps> I have a problem, right? Okay. I've got a problem with the way chocolate is these days. I realise this is the most old man thing I've ever said. Okay, right? come on then. Chocolate used to crack. It used to break. Like, like you'd snap it and it would break. <laughs> but now chocolate tears. Have tears? you noticed this? Mm-hmm. It tears like like you can actually rip an Easter egg. Oh, I
1: know what you mean. Used to, you used to have yeah, to it actually to be, bash it. You'd
2: it. smash it and it yeah. would, you know, you get the satisfaction of like, I think I know what the problem chunks is. Of chocolate, go on.
1: Have you been leaving it on the front seat of your car?
2: It's getting overheated. Do you know what? I was in the middle of rant and I thought, <laughs> to be fair, Garo, you used to keep them in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are so sure? I, maybe I'm not going to pull apart the chocolate industry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is more local. It's a more localised th- problem. I,
1: I think you maybe need to think about how you're
2: storing this chocolate. <laughs> fair enough. You know, you I stand by it. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think there's a lot more than a glass and a half of milk going into dairy milk. I think there's oil, there's (laughs) stuff that makes it terrible. My rant is not scientifically based.
1: Okay, now here's my question. What is your go-to for a chocolate bar?
2: One of my treats, when when I say treats, one one of my, I've had a very bad day and I need everyone to leave me alone. (laughs) So I'm going to just have like a nice, uh, you know, two massive bars of chocolate in front of the television. <laughs> and I don't want anyone to bring this up with me again. Okay. Is a Cadbury's Caramel. That's I, I do love a Cadbury's Caramel. Now, I, sometimes I would get a green and blacks. Do you know why I'd get a green and blacks chocolate? Why? Because you get a bit sick if you eat the whole thing. You just oh, feel a bit... it's dark. It's usually dark chocolate. And, yeah, and therefore... And it, it's just richer. Even the milk one. Yeah. You just, like, you get you like take two time. thirds of a bar and you're like, I'm done now. Yeah. Um, but with the Cadbury's Caramel now, if you're looking... <laughs> if you're looking to get through it, that's the <laughs> See, one. See,
1: I have a friend, right, and she finds it very problematic that I can actually only eat part of a chocolate bar. That upsets her. Do you not eat it all? Not always, no. Me, I know it shows a restraint that she thinks is on the level with a psycho killer. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she says.
1: Uh, she says. Uh, all stacks
2: up from where I'm sitting.
1: Don't get me wrong. You know, there was there was a moment where Snickers did a peanut. Butter sneakers there for a couple of years. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. I remember the peanut butter sneakers, yeah.
1: The worst experience of my life because, honestly, I was buying them by the bag full. Oh, they were. And I ate them all in one second. They were. I used to say, I'll buy that bag of 10, you know, the small bars, you know, and obviously then I can have one a day for 10 days. Not a chance.
2: Not a chance. Chocolate and salt. Amazing. It's a hell of a combination. It is.
1: I have to say. salted caramel doesn't really do it for me. Really? Yeah, not really. It's a faff me uh, don't get me wrong I love two of my favourite things salted chocolate <laughs> somebody
2: said that salted caramel I know it was actually on the Ask Rana podcast okay come on then uh, somebody said that uh, salted caramel is kind of it's it's getting it, it takes a lot from butterscotch yes it it's does sens- essentially it's, it's butterscotch yeah and
1: and Blocks butterscotch where it, it is lovely yeah it is fab it is yeah, really lovely is fab. Uh, funny I, I like caramel toffee as in set toffee Oh, okay. I'm not really into the gooey. The gooey? No, no. It's the melted thing. It's, it's just like a... Really? I love a whole
2: nut. I love a uh, whole nut, yeah. yeah Suck to have to have the be more, chocolate be...
1: off it. <laughs> <laughs> I give it an out crunch after that.
2: <laughs> that is...
1: <laughs> Come on. I love broach. a whole nut,
2: but you have broach. never described it in a more foul manner. <laughs> Definitely.
1: I eat it in private. <laughs>
2: That is. Just, what have you never that, done? Something that something very old. Have folks you never home about taken
1: that. like a little square of chocolate and then just suck all the chocolate off the off the whole nut, and then you just have that lovely crunchy whole nut. At the end. It's lovely. No,
2: I remember when we were kids, we used to um, suck the salt off the peanuts, and then we put the peanuts in another bowl. Uh, yeah, I mean it was disgusting. It was okay. absolutely foul. Uh, but like, remind we, me we never would, to eat we, peanuts we, yeah, I know. You. And then we would go, oh, oh, you're eating them. Go on, yeah, go on, yeah. There's second hand put off. Fair play to you, because um, we hated peanuts. Me and my sister, we hated peanuts. Would you like but, the salt? We would. Re- they'd rarely be there, but we would suck the salt out them and throw them back. We were absolutely. They were
1: horrible, disgusting Jill. You were left unattended way too yeah. often.
2: <laughs> uh, now, on the subject of whole nut, I have to say I would much prefer a fruit and nut. Ah,
1: uh, now you see. You see, me and my husband the same. He loves a fruit and nut. I like the whole nut. Uh, but he, he loves an El Sultana, to be
2: well, Yeah, 100%. I, I have to say, yeah. I'm on Paul's page. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing that can't be enhanced by adding a Sultana to it. Oh. With one exception. Which is? A curry.
1: Ooh, now Do you see. Do not give me
2: a curry with Sultanas.
1: How are you about fruit in hot food?
2: I like pineapple on a, on a pizza. I know it's very controversial.
1: Okay, and what about say like a fruit in a curry other than a sultana?
2: Um, yeah, I mean like a, a chutney in a curry. I like a chutney in a curry. Okay. Um, I, some would curry- argue that was sugar in it. <laughs> it's not really fruit. <laughs> it's just like sugar. Like my pajamas. <laughs> um pajamas. I've had apple in the curry before. I wouldn't yeah. hop up and down to have it again, but but it was fine. It was yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
1: It's quite often at the base. Yeah. Mm, so sultanas, is. Whereas my husband, like, a, on occasion when the kids were smaller, I'd have made the curry and then I'd have put a bowl aside and put a few sultanas and <laughs> eat it for bowl.
2: Don't ever tell him that. No, never. Thank God. <laughs> he, thank God he's not interested in your. Thank work, God he doesn't hearing.
1: actually listen to anything I say.
2: <laughs> What's interesting is years ago, right? We used to love. Do you remember when, what was that thing that? It was like bran flakes, but it had. Oh, red berries. Red berries, it, no, special cake. No, no it, had, so it, it had actual sultanas was in it. Was it just right? No, I think it was oh, like God. a. Uh, oh, um, oh fruit and fibre. Oh, fruit and fibre. We used to have that at home, but there was never like, you know, they like the, the problems like the fruit. In your- <laughs> <laughs> oh, like clockwork. It could set a watch by us. The problem with fruit and fibre was they were heavy on the fibre and lo- like they were very stingy with the fruit. So we used to throw, my mom would like give us uh, sultanas, sultanas to throw into it. And then one morning I decided, I remember this, it was a Saturday morning. We were down early to watch cartoons. Okay. And I I was putting like, I had my bowl of fruit and fiber. and I was putting an extra few uh, sultanas. sultanas in it. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, it's the sultanas I'm doing this for. Like, so, I mean, I have no interest in the Why fiber. am I eating the fiber? Why am I eating the fiber? <laughs> Just eat the sultanas. Just eat the sultanas. So I had a bowl of sultanas and milk. I swear to God, <laughs> with of fruit and fibre <laughs> sent things I, through. I'll, I'll be honest
1: with you, cleanest system you ever had. I'd say. I swear
2: <laughs> to God, <laughs> like three litres of clean prep.
1: <laughs> I feel we've moved away from the uh, the Easter situation. Just say. <laughs> <laughs>
2: May cause a laxative effect. (laughs) That's all I'll say about that recipe.
1: Okay, so the other uh, question I'm going to ask you, where do you stand on a Cadbury's cream
2: egg? I have to say I love a Cadbury's cream egg. Uh, I know that they're... Full
1: size or mini?
2: Oh, I'm not into mini eggs. Yeah, okay. Mini anything, forget it. Full size. (laughs) Full size, please. (laughs) Proper.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Proper
2: man size. That's what I want
1: I went to a very different place there, and you know,
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know that I'm gonna, I'm I gonna, I'm assist. gonna raise the tone. I know there's been controversy. <laughs> I'm trying to make an interesting point about Cabri's green eggs.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Just had a moment. <laughs> Sorry.
2: Was it the word "mansplained" that did it? We wanted you to get in touch because our, our topic this week was not Easter.
1: No, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. I it mean, really to wasn't. Be But fair, it's
2: just a fascinating time. Like, even yeah. the story of Easter.
1: Okay, tell me about the story of Easter. Which, are like, you talking about, like, which, which story of Easter? Well, are we I mean, talking about like, an Easter bunny the here? To,
2: no, it's not the, no, it's <laughs> the other Easter bunny. Jesus. <laughs> 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 like, even, like, when you think about Catholicism in terms of well, it's, in general. it's based around Easter. Okay, like Easter is the well, it's
1: a pivotal moment. It's yeah. the pivotal moment. It's even, like Christmas, Christmas and Easter. They're pivotal moments.
2: Yeah, yeah, and even though like Easter is supposed to be the most pivotal.
1: Well, naturally, because it's you know
2: yeah, it's the fundamental. Of, Lots of people of our get faith. born,
1: not so many resurrect.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, it's an odd story. Like, do you know what my problem with the whole story is? Okay, come on. Right, then. my problem is he died, mm-hmm. and he was put in a tomb. Okay. Then on Saturday evening, Easter Saturday, Holy Saturday, whatever. Right, yeah. Mary Magdalene and her mates (laughs) suddenly decided to like dig him up. (laughs) And there's just a part of that story that I'm just, this is not stacking up here.
1: He wasn't actually buried.
2: Well, he was in a tomb.
1: Yeah, he was in a tomb. And it was
2: covered by a rock. Yeah. And at some point on Saturday night, they were like... They had a few drinks. L- they had a few <laughs> drinks. They were like, let's... Let's go make sure. Let's let's have another look.
1: At uh, the boss Like, said. why did you... Do? Well, I don't know. Like, if you're taking somebody Irish out... Irish people wake people like, in their houses it was the all other the Mary,
2: Yeah, but it was the other Mary as well. Like, Mary Christ. Like, the Mary mother. Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah. like if you're bringing somebody out on a Saturday night to go, we forget <laughs> about your son that died. Yeah. At what point do you go... Come on, let's have another look We should dig at him up. <laughs> let's of, dig him up and, the, <laughs> and then that's when they found out he was risen Yeah. so if they didn't find out like if they if they didn't go out On and lash. dig him up they never would have like the whole basis of the Catholic faith
1: of the resurrection it, the proof yeah, was in a whole lot of girls
2: getting out and <laughs> rolling back going, a stone going out and having a load of white wine and then going let's dig him up <laughs> I mean I just think that's a bit thin. <laughs> I just think it's a bit thin about the whole religion.
1: No, I get, I get, I get that how that could be problematic. (laughs) Considering this show is about problematic
2: friends, I think I've just become that.
1: Yeah, no. Well, Jesus had his own problematic friends. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it's a nice segue into you know. So speaking of Judas, Judas would be what you might call a problematic (laughs) friend. Totally. (laughs) You know, hundred percent. The icon. So it actually gave us a good thing to hang our show on this week. Well, I think
2: it's like Judas was a funny one as well, wasn't he?
1: Was he funny? Like,
2: well, I just think. Well, I mean, I just think it was a bit odd. Like, yeah. even for example, the way he said he betrayed Jesus, right? Okay. So he was like, he
1: gave him a kiss, like,
2: yeah, he, like he said to the soldiers, "The one I kiss, he is the one." They're like, <laughs> <"Do>
1: <laughs> they were want, okay with d- that.
2: Don't want to just point at him, Jesus. <laughs> 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 um, we're talking pro- problematic friends this week. Now, what's interesting about this is this is one of the topics that we asked you to. We we asked. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. What do you want us to talk
1: Give about? Give us a kind of an idea of topic. Well. about <laughs> <laughs> It was a couple of people who seemed very definite about this.
2: Topic. Oh my God. There were a few of them that were just like, it's friends that are difficult. There was, people who were asking for end how to end a friendship. Yeah. A uh, lot of
1: that going betrayed on. Betrayed
2: by friendship.
1: <laughs> the word friendship was in there, but it wasn't a very pleasant situation. Yeah.
2: It's, well, it's an interesting one because I think I always think that myself in friendships, like I am the one who is the I'm not gonna say driving force. That's i I'm not. But I, I tend I think I'm the doer in friendships. Okay. Like like if like if there's a few of us going for dinner. You you organize. I, it. I, I, I would have suggested it. Okay. Or you know, I'm I'm the one. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? You're at the I mean, root of it. Yeah. Do yeah. yeah. I, I, I like doer would be the nice way of saying it. Needy might be a bit more accurate. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my best friend is that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, I think. And we have not acknowledged that between us, you know, that she is definitely, it's driven by her need <laughs> as much as it is about better friendship. But I quite enjoy it. But uh, in my social life, I'm, I'm inclined to go, ah, oh, yeah, sure, go on. Yeah. You know, I like other I'll people to it. make decisions. Quite nice to be just told, this is what you're going to do. It's nice to
2: be led. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I think that's how a friendship survives. Yes, I agree. Because I think if you were somebody that was like, Oh god, she wants me to go to this. Oh, and
1: like, then you go. And then
2: you go. That's never yeah, yeah. gonna
1: work. No, no, but that's it, never gonna work. But it takes a little time to get there to get that level of honesty in a relationship. You know oh, what I mean?
2: totally. You know, totally. And I was, I was thinking about problematic friends. I don't think I've ever had a problematic friend I've definitely gone through phases. Like, I still have the same friend group that I had when I was at school. Okay. And I know that I'm somebody that doesn't. I don't make friends easily, and I don't mean that now. Oh, a, I know that. A, <laughs> I tend to keep people at arm's length okay. until I until I go, Oh, I'm gonna be friends with that person. Until they've been vetted. And then I'm a really good friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I find that uh making friends is a thing I did a long time ago. Now actually it's only in the past five years I've I've kind of made some new friends, which yeah. uh is amazing. Like it's always lovely to get new friends. It is. But I think that came through the necessity because loads of my friends emigrated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, did you not see the trend? Maybe it the, was there. Like a,
2: they were emigrating. They were dying. Like,
1: <laughs> what the hell's going on?
2: What's going on? This is what this must be. What happens when you're 80 years of age? It's did, like, you
1: feel, did you feel there was another WhatsApp group elsewhere? I think there going, was, Yeah. How to leave a road? Enough,
2: enough. Time to go. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like a friend who is that, like, the literally the the confidant, the one. Oh yeah. That, like, I, I do have I, maybe two or three friends that if there's a problem. You can say, it. yeah, and also it's not, it's not a case of, oh, we'll have to have a nice night now so I can just bring this up. No. You can just be like, I've got a real problem I don't know what to do about it. And they're yeah. just like, okay, let's sort this out. Yeah. Like those friends.
1: They are, are invaluable. Oh my God. Invaluable. And and the thing about that is it, because your friendship is so natural that, that it doesn't matter if you haven't spoken to me for weeks mm. or months. Like I have great friends, like great friends for a long time. And there are periods of time. And even when we were really super close friends, there were periods of time when we were practically living together and then times where we would have be apart yeah, for you months. Just wouldn't see, yeah. But it it doesn't, it means the second you sit down or that you pick up the phone, it's like it only, you only left them five minutes ago.
2: And I have to say, the thing about a problematic friend, right? Mm. If you have a friend that's fiery, you know, one that you kind of mm. go in and out of with. Yeah. When that's a friendship like that, when that's good. It's very, very, it's good. very hard to beat. Yeah. Like it is very hard to beat. Like however. I, I, you know. However, <laughs> <laughs> you also know my experience tells you there's a downswing coming. But, but at the same time, like friends that I have where it is like that, mm. and a very few to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do stay in it because you're like you want the high. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's that thing. Somebody described it. They made, they they described it in a great way to me before. They said sometimes you have a friend that loves the calm but needs the storm. Do you it's, know what I mean?
1: <laughs> that sounds like it's embroidered on something somewhere. <laughs> I love the camp. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I feel somebody's read that it's, off some sort it's, of sampler. I, I, think
2: that's, I think that's great. Yeah, no, like, I, I know, get, th- I get the I mean? sentiment. Like, it's like they love it when things are good, but they also know that they need to be the one to hold them. D- I
1: think they distrust it, uh, but that's a whole other thing, isn't it? You know, I mean, I think the problematic friend is the one really about the friendship that you've grown out of.
2: Do you know what I will say as well? Yeah, what? Is I think friendships like that, I think gay men have those friendships. Oh yeah. And I think they have them with women. Oh yeah, bring drama. Yeah, I definitely think, because I do think there is a thing with gay men that women feel (laughs) they can just (laughs) let it all hang out with their gay friends.
1: I want to be very clear here. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that I know it's not <laughs> you know when somebody's absolutely insane I have, absolutely <laughs> I have a
1: lot of gay friends <laughs> I ain't hanging yeah, out yeah. <laughs> I'm actually but I'm no, but you see, I am you're, very you're, you're a
2: pragmatist I am a you're pragmatist you're a pragmatist yeah, yeah, yeah. And, what, and the reason that you have so many gay friends right There are two the there are two types of women that gravitate <laughs> yes. and become the like
1: I totally on the shoulder of gay I know men. where you're going with one this is one of totally a diva
2: yeah <laughs> And the other is a hot mess. (laughs) (laughs) Just no question. They're the two types of women that gravitate Uh, towards gay men. Okay, (laughs) Women that need a very safe space to be their absolute worst. Yes,
1: it's true. It is (laughs) true. And then a diva. A diva. Yeah, well, that's true. But, you know, I I have a tell me face, right? So I have a lot of friends (laughs) come and tell me stuff. And I like that. I like it. I like to be part of this, you know, because I... I think sometimes when, when you have problems, you need to be able to tell them to someone, right? That's totally. It. Yeah, yeah. That's not really what a problematic friend is, though, right?
2: No, a problematic friend is, is one like that goes, the hot mess. Yeah, <laughs> that goes... Is an absolute... Or ruins things.
1: Yeah, and, like, and it doesn't make them a bad person. I think sometimes they just don't know how no, to react. It, to no, areas. It's,
2: it's just something that happens, like, and you just have to accept it for what it is. But I'm always, like... <laughs> When I'm not at the centre of that like okay. when, I'm, when I'm not the person When you're to watching it. too, It's fascinating It to is watch. amazing It is absolutely like, Let's be like, honest and You and I Our favourite thing <laughs> To sit anywhere and go Oh my goodness can you seen like, it's, <laughs> like some people call it Being the blast zone I call it a ringside seat <laughs> I love it I am pulling up a chair And getting out the popcorn Because <laughs> it's my favourite thing In the world We love it shout out on social media Mm -hmm. to hear uh, your stories about problematic friends. Now, (laughs) we didn't didn't have
1: have to ask more than once. We didn't have to shout loud. (laughs) You came
2: with your stories. Oh, we Um, did. She said, uh, I got married the uh, the day I got married, my friend announced that she was pregnant on the same day. She's the friend that expects (gasps) everything to happen when she wants. We used to work together and sometimes I think she still thinks she's the boss. Wow. You see, that's a weird dynamic. Yes, yeah, right? yeah. The whole friendships that that form in work, it's very hard to get that work dynamic out of the friendship. Mm. It's all it's like any situation that I've ever it, you see, the problem at work is you're tied together for so long mm-hmm. in one situation. It's very hard to take your own space when you go outside it.
1: I get you in the sense that I think the struggle comes you getting past the fact that that is your boss you're looking at and the fact that that person is getting over the fact that you are no longer your subservient
2: person. Exactly. You're subordinate. And I don't know if I've ever stayed friends with a boss. Have I ever?
1: Who announces they're pregnant on the same day as somebody gets married? That's their day.
2: I have to say, though, in friendships, the need for attention, I'm fascinated. Oh, really? I'm, I'm, I, I have to say, in friend groups, I'm not the one that needs the attention. Mm-hmm. I, I much prefer to talk about the other person. Uh, But every so often you see it in a group of people, there's somebody that needs attention. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated by that person. I know. Because they always have, like their stories are always, it's the need for attention dictates the conversation. Okay. So if you're having a great time and they feel the only way that, that I'm going to get some attention here is if I introduce some tragedy like they will absolutely they will throw a depth charge into the night amazing <laughs> they'll absolutely ruin it
1: yeah but I think what you don't know yet <laughs> that I know in my 50s <laughs> is that we have the capacity to completely ignore that that's happened <laughs> there's yeah. about three or four of us who go yeah if they do that often enough All right. after a while it's like
2: are you crying there's a
1: pause tumbleweed across the door on, and then it's like anyway did you see <laughs> Have you seen uh, we tend to do that now, you know, occasionally in in the starts of that, if somebody starts doing that, you kind of pay attention to it. And then after a while you go, yeah, no, that's that. Uh, no, yeah, 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 that's not we're going to move on now from that.
2: Can you be friends with a boss?
1: Nah, I'm not sure.
2: I remember there was a husband and wife where I worked. I didn't know them. There was a husband and wife and right. he, he was her boss. Aye, so he, he would do though. like her annual review.
1: Maybe she liked it. I mean, maybe there was a boss thing there. You don't know. It's like a, is that not like a role play situation? I'd, oh, I'd <laughs>
2: say in the bedroom, I'd say things <laughs> were completely reversed. <laughs> Gavin said, I had to cut a friend out as every time we went out, he would have two drinks and then say I was looking at him for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. He was just paranoid because he has a crooked nose. What? <laughs>
2: those friends. Yeah. Like, you know those friends that just would turn on a dime?
1: Yeah, do you have many of them?
2: I did, I had a few of them. Uh, just friends that it was like, you just never knew where you were with them. Ah, but you, you obviously like that. I mean, like, like you grow out of that. Yeah, I know. But it was, at the time, you're just like, what the hell happened there? But
1: do you feel you need to solve them? Is that what it is, do you
2: think? Um, God, did I? Uh, no, I didn't, actually. I, I, to be honest, now, if they were my friends, I kind of be like, "What? What's going on? Hold on, come on, yeah, what's going on? on. Let, let's have a conversation about this." Yeah. Whereas back then, I think I was more, "Oh God, I'm just not dealing with this." Uh, yeah, I'm over you. I think it was that twenties thing. You know, when you're twenties and you're, everyone's just really awkward. <laughs> you know, you're just like, you know, you're socially awkward. You're, yeah. you know, still finding yourself and still
1: finding yourself. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then you suddenly wake up one day and then
2: you're friends with somebody who can't have. Two yeah. pints without, you know, oh, I know. <laughs> bringing it because they need to bury a body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next we have uh, Julian got in touch. Right. Okay. Uh, he said, so problematic friend. Here goes. I have a close friend of nearly 30 years who has these occasional startling moments of clarity about men that I've been in a relationship with. And has she has absolutely no edit button when it comes to letting me know. Uh. As a part-time singer, she once performed a track right at me in a bar (laughs) that I'd not heard before. This
1: better not be about me. (laughs) (laughs) As a part-time singer, I think I'd be most (laughs) offended by that.
2: all about how someone was a fool for being charmed by their boyfriend's money and in effect looked like a gold digger. Then promptly came off stage and told me that it was specially written about me. Oh my God. Another time, her 30th birthday weekend conflicted with a wedding invitation that I had already accepted, where the groom was the best friend of my boyfriend, a different one. And (laughs) he was best man. When I tried to explain that the flights, etc. were already booked, she responded on email entirely in block capitals that I should not allow myself to be pussy whipped by my boyfriend. What makes all of this deliciously ironic is that almost no one has a good word for her own husband. Think homophobe on a low light. And behind his back is referred to as menacingly bland. Oh. But I've always managed to resist temptation to t- return the favour. I think if you are to ever to hold a mirror up to those people, they absolutely crumble.
1: Yeah, well, I think sometimes when they're really getting at you about something, the chances are it's about them. It's more about them than it is about you.
2: Absolutely. I know. Completely. Like, I've, <laughs> I've had situations like that before that where you just, you know, sometimes where you just hit breaking points, you know, where you're. Yep. It's Then you hit the breaking point and you go, bam. Yeah. And just because you said something sharply or something. Yeah. That's the. But that's not the. That's role. the dynamite point. But that's not
1: that. your role in that friendship. And oh no, it's to the take it, is. it and put up with their shits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And uh, do you know what's funny about that? Like, I, I think sometimes you take on that role with uh, some people and then sometimes you're the other person. I think some of it from you, uh, Julian, is that you're saying, you know, she's saying all these things about you and your partners and yet you never say anything back. Do you ever feel like you just want to go,
2: you know? Yeah, Julian, what would you say? I, how would you broach it? The thing about it is though, how, how would I broach it? Um, do you know what? I've learned from experience that you just don't.
1: Yeah, no. I'm, I'm a bit like you.
2: I, I swear to God, because I think the second that he turns that on her, it's, she's that's it. You hold the mirror up to people like that, they're gone. Because the problem is as well, she's a bit of a narcissist. That's what's going on there. Okay. Um, because she's jealous of his boyfriends. Yeah. She wants all of the attention. I mean, come on. She wrote a song about him and performed, like, <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> some sort of underlying, What should have been the, me. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> so like as soon as, as soon as he was, as you hold the mirror up to something like that, they shatter. And you know what? I think, I think we're friendships like that, right? Yeah. You know you know what you're getting. Yeah, you at do. At this stage. You do. And you stay in it for a reason.
1: Yeah, so something. So you getting have
2: something. to just accept yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. this the way it is. So do you know what you should do, Julian. Yeah. Write a song about her.
1: Yo. Hot mess.
2: Hot mess, ma- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Write a song Looking about the a hot the...
1: mess, baby. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doesn't have to be a good song. <laughs> just change the words of words of Donasong. Change the word change the words of something that exists already.
1: Yeah, they did that in Menopause Music. Musical, didn't they? <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah.
2: Was it hot mess? No. What was it? No, it was, uh, it was a hot flash.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't think Julian wants to do this.
2: No, not at all. I think he's no. quite happy with the situation. See, that's what that's what these friends bring you.
1: It doesn't... The it, story. It doesn't... It, that's it what doesn't you get from those have a sniff of I'm done with this friendship.
2: No, not at all. <laughs> he I mean, seems to be quite you? proud of the situation. Why would you? I, look, tell me where she's gigging next. I do
1: Part time though. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: She's the way she she does the number at the end.
1: Ever, ever describe me as a part-time part time <laughs> singer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Agony Rants with me Groud Farley and part time singer Nick governor. <laughs> We are pausing for a moment to remind you that we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by subscribing on headstuffpodcast.com. You can subscribe for as little as €5 euro a month. And in return for that, you will get bonus episodes from us and from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network, including the show that we are cross-promoting this week. And this show, this is a show that we've been waiting for for a long time. Okay, It's a long time in the works and people are absolutely loving it. It's, it started and It's massive. Uh, this is Talking Ted. It's, Talking
1: Ted is that like about a teddy bear? No,
2: it's about Father Ted. <laughs> oh, the Father, Father Ted, Ted companion podcast. It's hosted by Joe Rooney, uh, who plays played Father Damo, and Pat McDonald, who was Old oh. uh And each week they uh, chat about one episode of the much loved sitcom Father Ted, and they have loads of guests. The stars of the show like uh, Ardlo Hanlon have been on episodes. Ardlo Hanlon former uh, friend of, of mine Erlingus <laughs> Erlingus baggage check in check-in with uh, <laughs> Eurovision winner Neve <Niamh> Kavanagh <laughs> Erlingus had quite True. quite the check in staff back True. in the early 90s back in
1: 1986
2: yeah. um and each episode Talking Ted is an exploration of the series with a glimpse behind the scenes with contributors and the creatives involved who share their memories. And I have to say, this is a very special show. It's absolutely excellent. Check it out wherever you do your listening and on headstuffpodcasts.com Hello, I'm Joe Rooney.
1: And I'm Patrick McDonald. And we have a show called Talking Ted, which is a show about the memories, stories and insights into what has made Father Ted the egg sandwich of Irish TV shows. Yeah, we'll be talking through all the episodes and interviewing people who are on the show. And uh, reminiscing. I think we'll
2: reminisce quite a lot. There's a lot of reminiscing. I remember that time, but not so much this time.
1: Yeah. yeah. I remember back in the old days, we used to reminisce a lot as well. You can find Talking Ted on the platform that you're listening to now because we are a podcast just like this podcast.
2: So don't forget to uh, look us up. It's absolutely brilliant and it's out now. So listen. Um... (laughs) So we, okay. have, we have a problem. This
1: is quite a long problem, actually. Hello. Cancer. Oh, my God. Competitive friends. Where do I start? I hope that you can help me. So I recently got married after a long engagement and we have been living together for about three years and had bought a house last year in the Burbs. Just to be polite, we gave wedding invitations to our neighbours. We had chatted to them and had odd conversations over the hedge that turned into a bottle of wine and a great night. Very dangerous ground here. Um, (laughs) However, it had become really clear to us that our neighbours on either side of us didn't get on with each other. I had put them sitting beside each other at our wedding, but a friend who was at the table told me, After that, not only had they not spoken to each other, they'd actually moved seats. Mad weird, right?
2: That is mad weird. That is mad
1: weird. Anyway, at Christmas, I was speaking to the neighbor. I I don't know as well. And she mentioned that before I moved in, that they were really tight. But then the other neighbor started to copy everything that they were doing to their
2: house. I love it.
1: Okay. They built the same extension and had the same type of car and apparently the same color schemes in their house etc. I had noticed the car and the extension, but who cares? Uh, But when she was telling me about it, she was clearly upset. Apparently she was copying clothes, decor, whatever you name it. And I thought it was all a bit juvenile. A few weeks ago, I got locked out, called into the other neighbours to wait for my husband. And I'm not joking you. Her sitting room is exactly the same as ours. I mean, exactly. Same color, same rug, same TV, same table. Uh, She had always asked me where I got stuff and I thought she was just interested. We'd only ever got together in our house, so I'm really weirded out by the whole thing. And I'm annoyed at myself for not saying it at the time, as I feel I've made it weirder. My husband thinks it's absolutely deranged. I don't know what to do. Should I say anything? Thanks in advance, Melanie. <gasps> I'm just thinking of Single White Female. Do you remember Single That's White exactly Female?
2: That's exactly what this is. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. Now, if you don't know what Single White Female was, it was a movie with Bridget Fonda and basically she turned into the person. Yeah. It was... But you know what? Scary Spice, yeah.
2: This is way more common than you think. Oh, it's very because common. Because I, I I've had friends... Who have had very similar things happen like this? You're in such a privileged position, right, right. Melanie? Because firstly, this is gonna like this is gonna be something you want to watch because this is gonna be incredible, right? Yeah. And secondly, you don't seem it doesn't seem to bother you as much as it bothered. The, the person that's next door to you.
1: Yeah, but you don't know where it's going to escalate to. As a single white female, I think it, w- it was pretty sinister. Well,
2: it did turn into a murder. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but it's actually, always something to watch out for. It man. doesn't necessarily
1: mean that's what's going to happen here. But I, I think what I want to say is I kind of get where you're going with this. I I think it is weird when someone does that. And actually what you want to do is keep a little distance there.
2: Be polite. Yeah, I mean, I definitely... The, the, the problem is, right, that you weren't aware of it. This hit you right in the face. Mm-hmm. So you were, uh, what was it? She was locked out, was she? Yeah. Uh, so she was locked out. She ended up in the other sitting room and went, oh my God, this is the same as mine. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really have time process. to process anything. You didn't have any mm-hmm. sort of, um, I think what you should do, right? I think there should be some mention of this because it's too remarkable for you not to remark on it. So I think maybe think up another excuse to go back in there. Um, I don't know. What, like, borrow a cup of sugar. I don't know. Look, <laughs> come up with something genius yourself, right? But get back in there. Do you not think,
1: uh, sorry, do you not think before you go on it, that if this person is copying your decor, they're not going to need you to have an excuse to go in. They're going to actively want you in there. The question will be,
2: are you going to get back out? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, you were
2: saying? Neve, you make a brilliant point. You make just, a brilliant point. Go in, but make sure you have a gun.
1: Or, a, you know, a get out, you know, and somebody knows you're in there. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dial 999 on your phone. Yeah. So you only have to press the press the send button. Like, go just find a reason to go in there and then go, oh God, Jesus, this is very like ours. Mm-hmm. Like, Like, you do have to remark because I think what's happened... I, I'd be curious to know if there was a blowout between the two neighbors. Like, did one of them just go, "Oh, enough is enough now," because they're not speaking? Yeah. So something happened. Something yeah. happened. Oh my god, the story! Like Melanie, There's if probably, ever we needed a follow up,
1: yeah. Oh no, we definitely want we to need follow to know what happened Melanie. here
2: because just d- try to dig a little bit deeper. L- listen, Melanie, I don't know. Maybe you've got a job, but give it up. Write a book. Like this is your story now. This is you your story. You found your reason. This is it. Um, I definitely think at some point you need you need you do need to say that you know, you don't have to express how you feel about no. it. No, but just say you know. Yeah, no, just remark upon. I it. I mean, what would you do? Have you ever had something like that well,
1: happen? I have had someone. You know, when my kids were small, if I said I was going somewhere with them, they were uh, oh. Imagine meeting you here. Hello? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's slightly different for me. You know, I, I'm i not saying I had a stalker once, but I definitely had somebody who appeared many too many places I was expecting to. I haven't really... I don't instill that in people quite the same. Yeah, yeah. And uh, nobody ever tries to dress like me. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny, actually. You know, it's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? It's a weird... It,
2: it, it's I, a very weird one.
1: Yeah, and um, you do find that people kind of and. Uh, Get, try and encroach into space and I think it just means that they don't have their own identity it's not necessarily about you yeah so if it doesn't bother you I just let it go but maybe not encourage it and it's really important I think in a way because you live there it's well, not so good fences can...
2: make good neighbours that's what they say isn't yeah, it
1: yeah it's true for it I mean it's not it doesn't mean you can't be good friends you could meet the best friend of you ever had next door to you yeah. but I think it's difficult because if you do
2: fall out you're screwed. You're screwed. Like, well, what your are you do you want to do? Like,
1: you know, especially in this day and age. I know? wonder what
2: happened in the house that you moved into. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you checked in Who was patio? who Oh my patio? god, there could be dead. <laughs> is or new patio manager. Maybe
2: that was at the two neighbours murders whoever lived there. You don't know. Look, I don't want to upset you. Maybe now. that's
1: why the other neighbours never <laughs> <Yeah>. talked.
2: <laughs> Look, either way, you've got a nice house. You don't want to you don't need to know the history. Yeah. But
1: it is a bit I do, strange. I, do, I, do,
2: I feel a bit sorry for the, the girl that's copying, to be honest. Well, because maybe I do she just likes your style. Yeah. And you see, that's the other side of it as well. Mm. Maybe you're just, she's just not that good and she sees things she likes and just goes, I'm going to just do that. And maybe um, she doesn't see the or problem. Or maybe she finds it
1: very hard to make friends and this is her way of doing it. You know, if I'm yeah. more like you, then you're going to like me. I, I I think there's so many things that could be happening here that are not necessarily, you what know, I leading to say, kind of serial killing.
2: <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have a big problem with it, like unless it's, this is actively upsetting you. Yeah. Don't get drawn into it with the other neighbour. Like no. don't, like cause she obviously had a big problem and it really upset her. It, and she's this,
1: likely to, if you say anything here, she's likely in a moment of whatever that could come out and then it could be a whole oh, drama. Oh yeah, it
2: could be a whole drama. You definitely don't want
1: to be involved, sucked into that situation.
2: So if you are, Smile if this nice. doesn't bother you too much, <laughs> I'd let it go. But you can make it known. You can go, yeah. oh God, she's, same rug. Oh, you same walls. I know. You're like, oh my God, we're like twins. I know. I mean, maybe don't say that because then no. she, all of a sudden she'll dye her hair to look at you. I mean, look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the thing is is not to engage too much in it, I think. If you engage too much in it, it might become a thing. And, you know, you might offend someone
2: or you would might Would you not. say
1: it? I'm not sure I would. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I, I'm not sure I would unless it started to bother me. You know, if she suddenly started coming out with Red hair and or he did, <laughs> longer hair came out. You know, started kind of getting. <laughs> you know, or maybe you know coming in and robbing, you know, washing off my line. I might have a conversation about that. You know, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. But, I wouldn't but, be, I wouldn't be that stressed about someone. I wouldn't. I don't really like the thought of some. You know, somewhere where you live where somebody might be over-involved in your space because I think your own space needs to be a little bit of a haven. I really do. I think you need a place that is.
2: Yeah. I mean, and also it doesn't really affect you if somebody copies. I mean, I've, I was trying yeah. to think back, like I remember I would have bought my place around the same time as some of my friends bought my place. Yeah. And at one point we all had the same things. Had well, well, you not all green, going to Ikea. Green, like. Like. green and cream. Green and brown, like kind of walls.
1: Yeah, but then wasn't there a time in like the 70s where everybody had orange and brown in their houses? You know, yeah. there, are, there are kind of Rhythms of, but like, decorating. I mean,
2: I mean, she was, she also says, like, that's the same rug and the, yeah, yeah, same no, it pro- seems you know, a, like, bit that's a bit specific,
1: it's a wee bit specific, <laughs> but but here's my thing, right? I think you can over involve yourself in this situation because someone else has said it. I think there's probably a lot more underlying what went through between those two sets of neighbors, and you don't need to be involved in it,
2: yeah, totally. so keep
1: well away, smile nicely, admire what she's done, and say, oh, well, it's very similar to ours, it's very nice, and you know, it's kind of my taste. You know, something like, like that. I don't know that you need to necessarily go out of your way to point out what the hell you doing copying me? Because that's
2: weird. Also,
1: mm.
2: nobody, you're the only person that knows you've copied. Yeah. Because you're the only person that's been in both houses. Yeah, yeah. With, with the exception of her. Yeah. Now, but if it was something where you did your affect- front garden and then they were the same. Well, I mean, you could always just get someone to wreck it.
1: Yeah. I know, it's, but then some people don't have very strong opinions or are not sure of their own taste and therefore then borrow from say other now, people. That's me. Are you not a trendsetter? No,
2: I'm not. <laughs> N- not in home. No, no, God, no. I wish I was. I, I, I've always just, I, what I've always done is I've always just done the, the colour chart. Like if, I, if I'm doing up a room I just okay. get a colour chart and I, I never I never Deviate. Yeah I never deviate. It's something like I, the colours that are on the colour chart that are made to match I just go those two.
1: Okay. That. Well you see it's funny actually because I I love colour so I when I'm decorating because I do all the painting at home Paul would like to have a whole magnolia house but it's not happening in the world. I give him a nod I give him a magnolia wall in every room as in a cream room <laughs> a wall or a white wall and then I do what the hell I like in the room.
2: I of remember it. you did an aubergine bathroom. I I
1: did. I'm. I have very a bit of a style. It's not completely aubergine. There's no. Uh, what he means there is the color is aubergine on the tiles. He doesn't mean I have aubergines all over my. T- <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to be very clear about
2: that. No, it's an. It's, an, oh, it's very. Uh, it's very nice.
1: Yeah. Well, I like. I like certain things. But uh, the funny thing I found is that my husband has very definite taste. So he he has he has opinions about these things, and so I let him have his opinions, and as long as I don't object to them, so I would say. Adopt a similar attitude to your neighbour, you know, <laughs> unless you have a very definite opinion about what they're doing, don't get involved. Yeah. You know, I, honestly, because you have to let that pass by, it's okay for them to copy what you're doing. It's just It's actually a mark of respect and admiration as long as it doesn't become suddenly they're trying to be you and you know insinuate themselves into your life and take over your husband and you know,
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> you if, know. if at any point you feel they're going to try far. and murder you and yeah. assume your identity definitely step in. write us another letter yeah because um, then we, we'll be your
1: alibi to be fair
2: completely yeah. we have this um, <laughs> yeah we have this it's time stamped so uh, you know if we if you don't show up for a couple of weeks we'll, we'll be we'll bring well. you I think we've helped. A hundred percent.
1: Did I not hear that people were kind of suggesting we might get an odd expert?
2: We might get an odd expert. Somebody. And
1: when you said yes to that to me, I was laughing. I said,
2: "Expert and what?" Because clearly. do you, know. you know what I was annoyed about? What? Because they didn't think we were experts. Yeah, a hundred. <laughs> that is exactly my point, me. So like, would you consider getting an expert? It's like we have to. <laughs> I mean granted. Is it like we're not qualified. Is there is, is there grounds for legal recourse if somebody takes our advice and ruins their life? <laughs> there absolutely is. There one hundred percent is yes there is. Yeah. We're not professionals. No. We just expect to be treated as such. <laughs> so expert. We can get
1: an expert in
2: what like <laughs> I don't know. what are people experts in? Do you know what? I mean? do you know what? There's nothing I'm more suspicious of than somebody that calls themselves an expert an expert in what I know show me the qualifications
1: I know well they might have qualifications doesn't make them an expert
2: Uh, thank you so much for listening thank you Uh, as always it's lovely to chat to you and we will chat to you next week yes if you have any story that you would like to send us or if you'd like to send us suggestions for ideas for shows you can do that by emailing us at agonyrent.gmail.com or following us on social media and sending us a DM yes
1: because we would love it actually the more input we get from you the more fabulous we'll be
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Think of this as your show.
1: This is your show, but ours really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. It's your show to contribute to uh, work-wise, yeah. but all of the benefits we will take ourselves.
1: And we are the stars. Once as long as you remember undress. that we're the stars, that's it. Percept. Not me.
2: Thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to HeadStuff Plus. HeadStuff Plus.